0: With Simon Lim. Today on my show, I have a special guest who's going to share with me about reinventing oneself after shutting down a business, being broke financially and emotionally, and rediscovering herself. She is Helena Lim, business owner and psychotherapist. Hi, Helena, welcome to my show.
1: Hello, Simon. It's good to be here.
0: And, Helena, why don't you start by telling me about your cafe business and its challenges?
1: I ran a cafe, Uh, it was called Epicurious. Uh, had that for fifteen years, from uh, up till about 2017. The challenges, which you know, I think F&B is well known for, yes, uh, was manpower. You know, as I look back now, um, I didn't change how I thought about manpower and rent, or how I used manpower or rent. So I kept trying to do business the same old way, uh, instead of adjusting or adapting to, you know reality and how things really were but really the other challenge which i think i would like to focus on is looking back at it now was really how do i manage myself and how do I think about things?
0: What lessons have you learned from this business experience?
1: It's a simple one, right? One sentence. I cannot change what happens to me, uh, but I can change how I respond.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. And can choose to
1: respond in a healthy and constructive way or, you know, as I did, which wasn't particularly healthy and wasn't particularly constructive.
0: <laughs> Okay, so what did the cafe business do to you uh, mentally and emotionally? Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure many business owners, entrepreneurs can relate to, you know, what you're about to say even.
1: Yeah, I think maybe a good way to answer this question is to use uh, this framework of fixed versus growth mindset. So this is based on work done by uh, a Stanford University researcher, uh, Carol Dweck, who studies how people deal with problems and failures. When I was in the midst of all my business challenges, I was very much in a fixed mindset or some people also call it a lack mentality. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you know, I looked at everything through a lens of seeing life as limited. Mm -hmm. You know, if one person wins, the other person loses. Or Mm -hmm. if one person has a success, somehow that means there is less success to be had for others. So, you know, during this challenging time of the business, I was focused on, okay, how do I reduce or manage costs? How do I protect my business from these uh, negative forces? And I really ended up doing a lot of stupid things because my worldview was so restricted. I saw no other way but that I must continue doing business the same way that I always had. Mm. And so I must somehow manage the impact of, you know, increased levies and tighter quotas or whatever. You know, ultimately, that's kind of like swimming against the tide. You know, I didn't think about doing anything differently. I could have taken a break, I could have recharged, but I was mentally drained, Mm -hmm. um, thinking of ways to fight against and overcome, you know, the realities, Mm -hmm. which is an uphill task. So, you know, I really could have focused my energy on changing my business model or looking for ways to expand the business maybe with different services or different product offerings. Mm -hmm.
0: And what's one word that best describes that period of your life?
1: It was pretty dark. Emotionally, I did not deal well with failure at all. I took it very personally. You know, I tried lots of different things and nothing worked out. You know, when you're coming from that fixed mindset, the question that you ask yourself is, what's wrong here? and you know it's a question that seems to be helpful but really it's not because generally you know when i ask myself that question i would generally conclude that things were not working out because my idea was not good enough or that i was not good enough and uh, from that place i only knew how to work harder or to give up you know there's a quote that is attributed to albert einstein insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting Mm. different results Mm. so that was me, you know, slowly going insane during that period
0: Okay, so that's a dark period right? Mm. But uh, let's talk about the positive in just a bit so stay with me, Helena right here on my show Okay, Night Call With Simon Lim, my special guest on the line is Helena Lim. She's a business owner and also psychotherapist. And Helena, if there's anything that you think you would have done differently in the business, you know, if we were to rewind the clock, what would you have done differently? Because you know, I think it's important to you know look at problems or even challenges as finding solutions for the future.
1: Um, I mentioned that it was a pretty dark period. Mm. Uh, It was a pretty isolated period as well. You know, if there was one thing that I could have done differently is I would have asked for help. I only knew how to work harder, not differently. Um, honestly, I was afraid to ask for advice or seek consultation or, you know, simply to invite a different perspective. Because my thinking went, uh, I cannot let others see the extent to which I was not good enough. Mm-hmm. And also, I was too exhausted for self-care. I was too tired to read or take in any new ideas. You know, honestly, I think I was so defensive that even if people had made suggestions, um, all I would do would be to think of ways that their suggestions could not work. So, I would have asked for help. That's Mm -hmm. something that I would have done differently, yeah.
0: So that was like 2017, right? When you wound up that business, the Mm -hmm. cafe. What do you think were some considerations, you know, most ordinary folks don't know when you have to wind up a business?
1: You know, I think, honestly, I think it is to acknowledge to yourself that you really have done the best that you can, right? Mm -hmm. No one wants to wind up a business, no one wants to fail. But I think that uh, we all do the best that we can, uh, given what we know, given what we can do at the time. You know, there are many lessons to be taken from failure. Uh, We can choose to recognize and accept those lessons. Mm
0: -hmm. And what did you do once you had shut down the cafe business?
1: Yeah, I was very, very blessed. Some months before, a friend had shared that he had no time to prepare meals for himself and asked me if I could do meal prep for him. Mm. So this was where I would stock up his fridge with healthy portion and calorie controlled meals according to the specifications that he would give me. So that gave me something to do, uh, kind of a new way to think about food, and you know, a small way to make a living. And then after that, I was given the opportunity to do a personal trainer certification course, and that got me thinking about how could I help people directly, you know, more directly in health and wellness. And then from there on, I did a nutrition course. You know, I tried a lot of things, which kind of didn't really quite work out. But ultimately, you know, it led me to what I just completed doing, which I'm feeling very excited about uh, for the next part of my life, which is supporting people with their mental and emotional and uh, spiritual health as a psychotherapist.
0: That's wonderful. You know, it's like, you know, navigating through a winding road or path, (laughs) and then you rediscover yourself in the process. Yes. So Helena, who was there during those difficult times?
1: I was very isolated. So really, I kept a lot of this to myself.
0: Okay, we'll chat some more on the show. So interesting to talk to you. Helena Lim, business owner and psychotherapist, right here on the show. Night Call. With Simon Lim On the phone with me right now is Helena Lim, my special guest She's a business owner and psychotherapist We're talking about reinventing oneself, also about rediscovering yourself So Helena, let's talk about rediscovering yourself You realize that you have transferable skills to set a new course or path for yourself So tell me more
1: I just love it that you asked this question because really what I want to say is that my transferable skills really consist of an ability that all of us have, Mm. which is the ability to change, the ability to do hard things, the ability to uh, stick to a commitment, also kind of like the life wisdom to trust myself to make the right decisions for me. You know, science is discovering that people have a far greater capacity for lifelong learning and brain development than they ever thought. Human qualities are not carved in stone. Everyone can change and everyone can grow through effort and experience and training.
0: What do you think were the things that you had to get rid of, you know, some personal baggage or self-doubt in order for reinvention to happen?
1: Well, there would be two main things. I would say that were really in the way of my reinvention, which I really had to kind of get rid of. Um, The first one is the belief that I can control people, places or things or outcomes. I used to take failures very personally. Mm. So either I will blame circumstances. Oh, you know, it's COVID. I can't solve this problem because it's COVID. Mm. And then I get depressed and anxious. Or if I don't blame circumstances, then I blame myself. Oh, it's all my fault. And then I get depressed and anxious. So these days, uh, what has changed is uh, when something goes wrong, I honestly ask myself, okay, did I try my best? If I didn't, if I honestly feel that I didn't try my best, then I give it another try. And if I have tried my best, and if things still did not work out, I accept the fact that it did not work out means it was just not meant to be. When I've changed my thinking this way, it allows me to let go and it allows me to move on. And it allows me to not have those crippling feelings of depression and anxiety. Hmm.
0: So when did you achieve that personal breakthrough, the breakthrough in thinking?
1: Okay, I wouldn't say that there was a definitive moment that I achieved the breakthrough. Maybe it's more accurate to say that it was like a journey. I was lying in bed. I remember feeling kind of very unexcited and very grey and very meh about life. And I realised lying there that if I was going to keep on feeling bad about life and blaming myself and hiding away from things that I had to do, that my future was just going to be more of the same. I read somewhere that there are three things. Three things make people want to change. Uh, One is that they cannot bear the suffering anymore. They've banged their heads in the same way against the same wall for so long and they decide they've had enough. Mm. Yeah? They cannot tahan anymore and they are forced to change. Mm. Um, a second thing that makes people want to change is kind of like a, a, a tiredness, a weariness. You go through this life on this path and slowly you realize this path is going nowhere or you don't like where the path is headed and then you know you kind of become ready for change. And a third thing that makes people want to change is you suddenly discover that you can. You know, maybe there's some catalyst or some aha moment and you get the sudden excitement about new possibilities which mm-hmm. leads to the desire to change and the momentum to change. So for me, it was kind of combination of all those three things. But I would say most strongly, I had to stop deluding myself that I could keep on doing what I was doing And hoping for a different
0: outcome. I have some more questions for you. So Helena, stay with me on the phone, okay? Okay. Night Call. With Simon Lim, my special guest on the phone tonight, Helena Lim, a business owner and psychotherapist. and Helena, I've been having so much you know joy talking to you. You're an inspirational person. And Helena, how did you motivate yourself to persevere through this transformational journey?:
1: Yeah, you know on that one, I've kind of done a 180. You know, I mentioned that uh, during my darkest times, I was very isolated. Mm-hmm. and I find that one of the ways that I motivate myself now, is by having company so you know it really helps to have the company of people who are headed the same way that you are knowing that you're not alone you're not the only person who feels the way that you do that's tremendously motivating the other important thing is that i make this change for myself you know the destination it's one of my own choosing Um, quite often in the past i've done what was expected of me or what thought society expected of me and you know maybe i had a lack of faith in myself and so i just did what others thought was best for me and uh, this time around i feel a very personal meaning and purpose you know it's very different the journey is very different now because it's personally meaningful and so because of that it feels not difficult to Mm -hmm. persevere and to keep myself motivated
0: how do you relax these days you know what's your nighttime ritual
1: Okay, well, I don't have the best nighttime ritual. That's definitely room for improvement there. Um, but my morning patrol is pretty solid. Can I share about it?
0: Of course.
1: I wake up early these days. Um, even before I get out of bed, I have like a, a, an affirmation that I say to myself. Uh, and then I go for a walk. I go for a walk most days. It's important for me to get out into nature. Uh, I feel that grounds me, that gets me in touch with the more soulful and spiritual part of myself. Mm -hmm. When I look at what I have to do in the day, I kind of strategize and I try to get myself into the right attitude. These days, I have a new responsibility to care for my mom. And uh, when I care for my mom, I find that I need to be... Soulful Helena. I need to be the Helena who can just accept mom the way she is or maybe I need to be playful Helena who can get mom to laugh. I cannot be in boss Helena mode you know mm. because that Helena wants to control and you know tick off the checklist you know that really doesn't work.
0: Mm-hmm. What fulfills you in life these days?
1: What fulfills me is really the smallest of things and the biggest of things. I get up early so that I can watch the sunrise and I get very, very filled up just watching the colours in the sky change, watching the clouds float by, you know, just the simplest and smallest things. Mm -hmm. And a big thing that was very fulfilling for me is uh, completing my master's in counselling. You know, I hope now to be able to help people as I myself have been helped.
0: Excellent. Helena, if there's a quote that you can resonate with, what are those words?
1: Ultimately, I I love the serenity prayer, which is uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And if I can share another one, uh, was very helpful to me Mm -hmm. uh, during my journey from Robin Sharma, a guy who wrote this book called The 5 AM Club. And uh, he says, small daily seemingly insignificant improvements when done consistently over time, Lead to stunning results. So this one is definitely true for me.
0: Well, Helena, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for being on my show. Helena Lim, business owner as well as psychotherapist. And before you go, do give us your website.
1: It's helenalim.me That's
0: it. Thank you, Helena. Thanks for being my guest.
1: Thank you, Simon. Thank you for having me. It's
0: been fun. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3.